0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. Lidsbo again. So today we're going to talk a little bit more about that show going on up on Capitol Hill. We're going to answer a couple of questions um, that have come in and we're going to provide some much needed context because people are believing framing and don't do that uh, because that's not really what it's about. So first, the, the most common question came from people overseas. How long is this going to go on? As long as it needs to. <laughs> this will go on until somebody reaches that magic number. Um, it, it could go on a really, really long time. It could be resolved tomorrow. But it goes on as long as it needs to. And while this is going on, the United States does not have a functioning House of Representatives. Um, Now, one of the things that people are kind of accepting is the framing that is being provided to them by the extremist Republicans about why they're doing it. That's not really being questioned very much, and it should be. Um, There are some people who are bringing it up, but it's not getting the airplay that it should, because this is not an ideological thing. This is not about policy. It's about power. Um, A good example. One of their prominent talking points is that McCarthy didn't deliver the red wave. Therefore, he's, he's bad leadership, so he needs to go. Right. Sure. And then one of them sat there and voted for Trump to be Speaker of the House. The person that has basically led the Republican Party to loss after loss after loss. It's not about that. It's not about that. Don't buy the framing. Think about it like this. Why would the, the deal that I suggested, why would that work when it comes to McCarthy? You know, there were some people who were like, well, you can't trust him to do what he says. You don't have to trust him to do what he says. You have to trust him to be who he is. A self-serving, ambitious, power-hungry politician. That's all you're asking him to do. Assume that anybody that is is in a political power struggle up on Capitol Hill has those same characteristics. That's what it's about. It's about better committee assignments and more influence. They want to uh, kind of cut ahead in the line, get those more prominent positions so they can make waves, so they can become more prominent on the national scene. We talked about how this was going to happen back when Trump was still in office. We talked about how people who were in heavy red areas, right now all they have to do is echo Trump. But once Trump's gone, well then they have to have policy to stand on and they don't have any so they'll they'll lash out. And here we are. Um, So it's not about any of the ideological or political considerations they're bringing up. It's about them trying to stay relevant without Trump. It's about them trying to get into a position in the House of Representatives that they haven't really earned, that they don't belong on a lot of the committees they're asking to be on because they don't have the experience, and they're trying to cut in line. Um, they're requests of McCarthy, they're all pretty self-serving. When you get to the political things, the ideological things, that that group of extreme Republicans um, might actually try to do, they're going to find out they're in a situation a lot like the squad on the other side of the aisle. Um, For those that don't know, the progressive members of the Democratic Party, there's a group of them known as the squad. And they actually hold some pretty progressive beliefs, but they can't really do anything about it because they don't have the votes. The same is going to be true on the other side. Um, One of the, the big ones, they're basically talking about allowing the United States to default. When I talked about them wanting to make it as hard as possible on the average American, so that average American then blames Biden... This would, well, this would make it horrible. It would destroy the U.S. economy and quite a few economies overseas. Um, But at the same time, they can talk about that. But they're a long way from being able to do that. There's a reason that the bills that stop that from happening are called must-pass bills. They're, They're not going to be able to convince Almost the entirety, or, or yeah, the entirety of the Republican Party to allow the U.S. economy to collapse. It's a talking point for their energized base. Um, and they're I think they're being pretty disingenuous about it, to be honest. But if you look, you have a whole bunch of people who are from deep red areas, so they know they're not going to suffer for this next time they go up for election, who are trying to grandstand, to cut in line, to get ahead when it comes to committee assignments, to gain more national attention, because they don't have Trump holding them up anymore. That's what uh, this really has to do with. It's about feathering their own nests, not fulfilling some MAGA dream or policy idea because there aren't any. There is no major Republican policy that is going to go through in the next two years in the House that is going to get past the Senate and the presidency. It's not going to happen. So they know that. It's not about that, it's about them serving themselves not serving the people. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.